Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Don't let anyone lie to you. There are moral victories in life, and the Bears just had one. Welcome in to the Windy City Podcast. Dick Butkus, the Hall of Famer. I had a conversation with Dick with my buddy Matt Verderam over on the Stacking the Box podcast. I pulled out about five minutes just of Dick that will play in a little bit here, but I do want to debrief the Bears' 29-27 loss to the Steelers. Look, this was entertaining. Not for most of the game, let's be real. It was brutal for a large portion of it. But the fourth quarter was sweet. The Bears scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. That basically never happens. And let's just fast forward. There's under three minutes to go, just under three minutes to go. Pittsburgh's up 26-20. Bears get the football. They're 75 yards away from the end zone. How often do the Bears score there? Feels like never. This one, seven plays, 75 yards, took them just over a minute, and Justin Fields with a sweet little scramble, and he finds his buddy Darnell Mooney in the end zone. Touchdown. I mean, wow. Mooney running around, Fields running around, the Bears have a quarterback, they've scored 21 in the fourth quarter for the first time since 2014, I mean, actually that's not true, they did it once uh, before versus Detroit last year, but let's not count the Lions, you get the point, Uh, it it was just awesome to see. The Bears defense too, massive improvement against the run. Najee Harris is a stud. They held him in check last night, so that was good. But it's the season has been about fields. It will be about fields. This team is about fields, and fields is getting better. Don't look now, Matt Nagy, but you deserve some credit, buddy. That's right. Everybody take a deep breath. Look, it was ugly against the Browns. Net yard passing, one, the big uno. But now you're... Over 400 yards of offense, and Fields looks good. So you got to give credit to the head coach, right? He's doing something right. Congratulations, Matt Nagy. Out of COVID, out of your hotel room, back on the sidelines, not making huge 
noises, news flashes. Your, I didn't even notice your press conference after the game. Congratulations. I will say this, though, as I just threw the bouquet at him. What do you think in kicking a 65-yard field goal? That had 0.0 chance. And I get that a Hail Mary had 0.3% chance. But why not let Fields hunk it into the end zone? Is hunk it a word? I think it is. Let him throw it into the end zone and go for a jump ball, hope for a miracle. Maybe Mooney comes down with another one, Cole Komet, Jesse James. I don't know. I just didn't get that. That kick had zero chance, and, of course, it ended a streak for Cairo Santos. has been absolutely phenomenal. First missed at September 27th of 2020. Um, Wow. This guy's been fantastic. So that was a little bit, uh, that was too bad. And the longest kick in Pittsburgh is 56 yards. Santos's longest is 55. It just made no sense. Why are you kicking it? It's not going to happen. But I get it. Bad choices all around. And most likely it, it, it was not going to matter. But I, I did not appreciate the naggy logic there. Now, for the refereeing, Tony Carrenti, you suck. And... You have refed five Super Bowls, and you've been in the league forever, 27 years, which is a credit to Tony. But here's the thing. When you've been around for 27 years, perhaps you're starting to get a little bit uh, on the back end of the career here. Maybe you're not seeing as well. Maybe you think James Daniels is uh, making contact with – a Pittsburgh Steeler when he's not, and you're costing the Bears a touchdown. Tony is 69 years old. 69, all right? I don't know if it's me and I'm the NFL. I love, I, I you know, hey, listen, I, I want to play tennis into my 90s, uh, if not more. Saw a video of a dude who was like 96 the other day, liked his forehand. But at 69 years old, should you be refing NFL games when clearly you can't see and you're guessing a lot, and you're trying to interpret what's taunting and what's not taunting, and you're maybe not sort of as hip to what would constitute that nowadays. I don't know, man. That was brutal. Just absolutely positively brutal. And uh, Cassius Marsh, you know, you're, 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 you got to be better, too. Uh, we didn't need the karate kick leg chop stare at the Steelers, but you got to look the other way in the fourth quarter of a tight game. Bottom line, officials should not decide football games when they don't have to insert themselves into football games. That also, by the way, works for basketball games and baseball games and hockey games and basically any game. I don't know why the reminder seems to need to be said a lot, but we did not pay or sit at home on our couch to watch you ref. You should be not noticed. That is your goal. And when the conversation is about the official, that ain't great. Props to my guy Adam Hogue, by the way, for conducting the after-game interview with the official. The field report. I don't know how Hogue got to do that. I know that he asked to do it. Um, A lot of pressure on, on an Adam Hogue right there. Everybody wants to talk to him, and he was the guy that got to ask the questions, and uh, Adam did a great job. I'm sure you've seen the report by now. Uh, But so, you know, the officiating wasn't great. The Bears' offense took a while to get going. The Bears' defense broke down on the final drive and allowed the Steelers to go down the field and get a field goal. 
we get all that. But Justin Fields moved forward. You're seeing him develop chemistry across the roster now. Allen Robinson, best game that he's had all season long. Good game for Cole Komet. Jimmy Graham out of mothballs. So we're, we're seeing Fields learning his teammates because he's now played half a season, barely, and play's starting to come up. That's great, right? That's exactly what you want to see. And I'm starting to tr- borderline talk myself into, well, I mean, how much does it hurt Fields if you have a coaching change in the offseason and you bring in a whole new system and everything he's learned? Tough times here for Matt Nagy. It's getting to be a longer and longer putt that he comes back, and I know that doesn't make any Bears fans super unhappy, but let me just throw this out here. The Bears, led by Virginia McCaskey, Ted Phillips, George McCaskey, make another terrible coaching hire. Mark Tressman, John Fox-esque. That would be their history. And instead of having a coach in Nagy who was a first-time head coach and is learning and hopefully is getting better over time, you just went backwards and now you've got a whole new system and this dude is 10% worse than what Nagy is. That's not a reason to not make a coaching change slash regime change, which is probably coming, although that's a pure guess. The report's out last week. I'm sorry, when it gets to that level, I got to hear it from the big boys. I need a Brad Biggs. I need an Adam Hogue. I need an Adam Schefter. I need a Ian Rappaporter. It's got to be coming from there, for me, to actually believe it. I think people are guessing. And I don't know if the Bears know what they're going to do anyway. Does uh, clear, concise conviction, if you will, does that, is that the motto? Is that what you feel coming out of Hallis Hall? I think we would all agree the answer to that is no. But one guy who's looking for change, his name is Dick Butkus. Number 51, and we sat down with Dick uh, and uh, Bart Oates from the New York Giants. So I just clipped out about five minutes of Butkus talking about the Bear game last night, talking about the Bears moving out to Arlington Heights, talking about a little bit of history with uh, Gail Sayers, Dick Buckus was, uh, he was ready. He was ready to go. And he joins us right now on Do Windy City Podcast. It's the bye week. Showtime. Did you watch your Bears last night get, get, uh, get a rough ride from the officials? What's oh, going stop on? it. Stop it. Yes, I did watch it. And uh, I, I just get so frustrated. I, I mean, God. Uh, I don't, they're going to kill that kid. You know what? Our offensive line ought to be arrested for attempted murder because they're just that poor kid. And a couple other people should be arrested for imitating cornerbacks. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm very frustrated. And um, I don't know. I think, uh, I think uh, George McCaskey and the bears uh, head office there should be doing some drastic things. So, yeah, what about the – should we give an impersonation for the general manager and the head coach too? Uh, uh, I, I have no comment. No comment on that. <laughs> I mean, so, if I can call the plays every game the same M.O., come on. 
who's who's coming up with the game plans? Jeez. Do you think they have their guy now? Because uh, we need to protect him, but maybe they actually have their quarterback. Yeah, I think they got the, the guy. I think they got the quarterback. They just got to surround him or, or get someone up front. And, up front. and uh, you know, I, I think they ought to be more creative at their plays. You know, when you can sit home, and I've talked to the number of people that could call the plays. One's a dive play with Montgomery, maybe. So now it's second and seven, and then it's another dive to the left or whatever for two. And so they are always in a three plus seven, you know, third, third and seven situation with everybody knows they got to throw and that poor kid is running for his life. So uh, something's got to do with the draft, man. I mean, you got to, if this is the guy and I'm sure it is, you got to start doing some things to try to improve the offensive line. I mean, nothing against them, but they, they're not doing a job. Dick, I wanted to ask you real quick about when you played. I mean, we just talked about Bart's playing days. Everybody who talks about intimidating players, you're at the top of the list. I mean, you were a guy who during your nine years in the NFL, nobody wanted to see number 51 in black coming downhill. Now, I'm curious, though. I've always wanted to ask this question to you. Who's the most intimidating player that you ever played against? Like, was there ever a guy you were like, and that guy, that guy is crazy. Like, I'm nuts. That guy, he's crazier uh-huh. than I am. No, I I, uh, I I wouldn't say that. Uh, I, I would describe it as that. I would just say like Jim Brown. If you were to ask me who the toughest guy was to tackle and, and whatever was Jim Brown, I'd say. And you know, I played against him in the All Star, the old Chicago All Star game. When I, you know, all the seniors they played like the previous champions, which were the Cleveland Browns. So we were playing them in Soldiers Field, and I kind of blitzed. And, uh, you know, Brown, they all said, oh, he's just, you know, running this and that. He hooked my arm and started rolling it backwards. And and I thought I was going to have a hyper-extended elbow, you know, because he's rolling me over like that. And I'm like, God damn, you know, this, this guy's all right. I, I you know, he, he got, he's, you know, he's going to hurt me. All right. This guy knows what he's doing. And. That's Jim Brown, buddy. He's he was the he was he was the best. There, there's a lot of the two things I want to touch on here. Number one, you also I, can you get can you tell a, a Gale and practice story because uh, that I mean if Gale doesn't get hurt, uh, you know who knows where he lands oh, yeah. as far as all that. And then also, I mean the Bears may be leaving the lakefront to go play in Arlington Heights. Do, how do how do you feel about uh, a Chicago football team playing in the suburbs? I. Uh... I, you know, everybody has that talk and, and they're talking like it's going to happen, but it's, uh, well, I don't know. I guess you can care, uh, uh, compare it to the Giants, right? They're, they're over in New Jersey. And uh, I just, you know, the numbers that they're talking about paying the Chicago Park District, you know, 180 million or something to get out of their deal with Soldier Field. Uh, I wish they would spend that on players, but... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think they should stay downtown, but it's the smallest stadium and you're, you're working with the Chicago park district. So you really don't, uh, you really don't make the kind of money that these other places are when they have their own stadium. And the thing about Gail is, uh, I just got one, one story when he scored six touchdowns, you know, against the 49ers, uh, they were on like the one yard line and he takes Gail out. Hales takes him out and puts in John Arnett, and John just walks in for a touchdown. He could have had seven or eight, 
but I think it was the old man's deal was not to do that. So he might have a tough time negotiating the following contract. Now, can you believe that? But Gail, he was something else, and I surely miss him. Hey, uh, OB says hello, Dick. I do the, the post with him on GN. So oh. <laughs> I wish he would just say what he thought. You know what I mean? <laughs> from, what, from what I heard. You know? He's, He's a fucking guy. <laughs> He's, He's the I greatest. Know. Yeah. I know. That throw he made to Jimmy Graham, just so we're real clear, that's probably a top three throw in the NFL this season. The excitement for us is knowing and feeling really good about what he's going to be with his future. So, This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. The two-part question is, is for us right now, is me as the head coach and the leader, I got to make sure that we all understand that the number one thing we got to do is win. That's a part, isn't that part of loving the game, man? You get passion, fire, fun, right? When you're in the gray, then it can, it can, you know, you, there can be consequences. With who he had in his face, the way he threw it, the accuracy, the timing, etc. That's a special rare throw. That's the balance of us teaching that. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.